Hey guys, this is Courtney from Willow's Bloom. Today we're going to be discussing a very, very important topic that is honestly massive, so I'm not going to be able to get to all of it, but I did want to give you guys some larger themes and concepts to work with, give you guys examples of outer planet transits, because these will mark really big chapters and turning points in our life. And I guarantee you, if you go back to outer planet transits, like especially with Saturn, Uranus and their squares or oppositions, you will really start to see that that was a year in which you had a huge revelation, a huge change up or hardship that made you divert from your original path. And so we see some of the biggest life changes during outer planet transits and it's because these planets move so slowly. So today we're going to be going over what they might mean and again giving examples so you guys can start to notice these cycles and themes occurring in your lifetime. So let's talk about what the outer planets are first of all. So I'm just going to put my face up here I guess. So the these are the inner planets, the personal planets um, and then the outer planets are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. The ones that typically have the most noti noticeable uh, transits or kind of, I mean, if you don't know what transits are, this, this video is probably too advanced for you, but I will give a really quick reminder that transits are basically where the planets are nowadays or at a certain period of time in comparison to where they are in our natal chart. So they can make certain aspects with each other. So if you're not familiar about what transits are, what aspects are, this is probably not the video for you. Um, or you can just come back to it and save it for when your studies are more advanced. Okay, so as I was mentioning, the biggest planetary transits that we really tend to feel are going to be Saturn and Uranus. Although we can really feel Pluto, Neptune, and Jupiter, sometimes those planets are a little bit harder to pinpoint to an exact event, but there are times in which they're very clear. So what do these planets signify? Well, the reason why we need to know what each planet means is because during their transit, there are going to be huge themes around this planet that come up. So for example, Jupiter is a planet of learning and growth, extending beyond your current limits. So whenever you have a Jupiter transit, you may have a lot more opportunities come in. You may meet new teachers. You may question what in your life has been holding you back from your greatest potential. And so the transit will really be informed by that planet's theme. Saturn also represents maturity, responsibility, duty, hardship, restrictions, karma, truth, having to kind of pay for one's past debts. And so we will often see with a Saturn transit, people really leveling up in their lives because they are maybe achieving something after a long amount of effort that they put into something, or they might have past karma come back around where things come and bite them in the butt if they haven't been working very hard. Um, there's a lot of endings that happen during Saturn transits and very kind of harsh energy that can come. Or again, you can kind of get blessings, but it's always because of your sweat equity rather than just things coming to you like Jupiter can do. Uranus has to do with change, upheaval, pro progress, the new, the erratic, un the unexpected dissatisfied with the status quo. So this is where we start to see our lives become destabilized. During a Uranus transit, you can't 
necessarily hold on to or expect something to occur because you don't always have control over the outcome or over what's going on. This is a transit that's trying to bring things up to the surface in order to make change. So if you've been kind of settled down into a routine and it's really not working for you, it's going to bring up feelings of dissatisfaction to the surface so that you can change them or it will bring about change if you've been resisting change. Neptune has to do with dissolving, letting go, surrendering, slowness, spirituality, sickness, meditation. So during Neptune transits, you might retire, you might have a child, you might leave one phase of life and enter into another. And generally, it's going to be followed with confusion. Oh, I'm, I don't, I know that I can't have this old thing anymore, this old life anymore, but I also don't really know what my new life is. And so it's almost like this limbo period that Neptune can bring us where we are um, asking ourselves more existential questions. Who am I as a soul? What am I here to do? What do I need to let go of in material realms or that I've attached my identity to in order to kind of better move through life in a more authentic and loving soul-oriented way? Lastly, we have Pluto, which represents death, birth, control issues, facing suppressed psychological issues, insecurities, fears. So all these planets have even more significations than I'm mentioning but I am giving some important ones. So Pluto transits are usually ones that are very transformative, but also kind of can be hard to pinpoint because they're such long transits. Pluto moves the slowest out of all the planets. You can see it's the very last one. And so we t tend to notice Pluto and its transformation on us well after it's gone. We've already passed through that transit well after it's it's gone from that place in our chart. And so what, what we'll normally be confronted with is our shadow when Pluto comes up. So all the things that we have not been able to or wanted to face, um, if you know anything about the subconscious mind, you'll know that we are really great at suppressing information um, that is too intense to manage. And what happens as we age, if we become healthier or if our brain just somehow decides that it's time some of these subconscious things can emerge and become conscious. And that is, I believe, linked to our Pluto transits. When things come up from the depths of our shadow or our suppressed subconscious to be dealt with, to be resolved, to be released so that we cannot be controlled by our fears and our shadows. So all really big, important planets and all really big, important transits. Let's have a look a little bit into each one and then I'll give you guys some examples. Okay, so we're going to start off with the Jupiter and its cycle, Jupiter cycle. So Jupiter spends about a year in one sign, which means that it's going to be taking 12 full years for it to come back to where it was when you were born. So I have Jupiter in Libra. So around 12 years old, I'm going to have another Jupiter will return to the sign of Libra and it will be conjunct my natal Jupiter. So Essentially, what happens is whenever you have a Jupiter return, you are given the opportunity for a new cycle of learning. So your first 12 years of life, you might be learning one specific lesson, and it could have to do with kind of what is represented by your Jupiter. You may be unpacking the different layers each 12 years around the aspects and the house and the sign that Jupiter is in in your chart. So it's very personal. And it will also depend on what other transits you have going on at the time as well. That's always going to color it. But once you have um, 
like once you have your Jupiter return, it's almost like Jupiter is then telling you, okay, this is your new homework. This is what I want you to do as a soul. And it might not be this aha moment. It might not be super, super clear about what it is, but it's the planting of the seed that over the next 12 years, you then will understand. You will then fully learn about and integrate and grow into. And when it comes back to its return position, you are likely to bear the fruit of those lessons. So becoming a better person, understanding more about yourself, maybe it's a more material benefit maybe you you know start succeeding more in your career it doesn't it, it's just really going to depend on the person um, but then you reap the benefits and get your new kind of lesson so that's what a jupiter cycle is all about and in, during each cycle as it's going around the entire zodiac there are core check-in points represented by tense aspects like the square in opposition these check-in points are going to be times in your life where you are looking at this growth and progress that you are trying to reach towards and you are going to ask yourself do i need to make big changes what important questions do i need to ask myself so that i am able to keep moving forward and making progress and what adjustments do i need to make so the jupiter squares and oppositions will occur with your natal jupiter around every three years and they don't last very long it's just like 10 days so during this period of time during these 10 days you'll really start to check in and ask yourself does this feel good do i want to continue doing this do i want to stop doing this um and it's possible to even have breakups during this time because maybe that relationship was holding you back maybe you actually have more potential without that person and so during a jupiter square opposition you'll really start to feel that limitation and jupiter is like no i know i can do so much more and there's usually some level of optimism or excitement or something that you're getting on the other side of that decision it's not just a hard life choice and then you have to figure it out from there it feels like i'm leaving behind this smaller thing to get this bigger thing it's an upgrade essentially and so even though it may be uncomfortable it's ultimately something that feels exciting in the end jupiter retrogrades for 120 days in each sign um and so basically for a few months out of the year, it's going to be retrograde. So Jupiter retrograde is relatively, relatively common in a birth chart, not that big of a deal. Jupiter retrograde is always a time for us to kind of check in with that growth process, just like we do at the squares and oppositions, but it's a more internal and reflective period where we're re reviewing everything rather than maybe being presented with discomfort or one specific situation that we have to address. It's really more so us integrating and internalizing our forward momentum and our um, experience. And it's a really big time as well when Jupiter retrogrades to examine your belief systems because one of the things that happens during Jupiter's cycle is we will become more informed and wise about the world. So we go out Jupiter gives us our mission, we go out and we learn certain lessons and we come back with that wisdom and a set of new core beliefs that we can act upon. And so during the retrograde cycle, during the year, you may kind of ask yourself, do my beliefs really align fully or how do I need to maybe adjust some of those beliefs or go further into them? Am I acting in according with beliefs? Um, all of those things can come, can come up. 
So when Jupiter transits to a natal house or a natal planet, you will usually see some kind of improvement in this area of your life. And if it feels like it's not an improvement, it's usually because you are leaving one thing behind for something better. And like I was saying before, Jupiter is going to tend to upgrade us or give us a potential for a lot of positivity later down the line. However, if there are other bad, bad, quote unquote, negative, difficult uh, transits happening at the time, Jupiter can exaggerate the difficulties. Jupiter can make you feel a bigger type of way, but it can also be kind of like the agent that helps you synthesize or metabolize that experience and take out the wisdom from it and utilize it for yourself. So it can exaggerate or it can help you connect to the bigger picture of what's really going on, why this is happening and help you maintain hope and faith. So there are numerous ways in which Jupiter can act in our life, but mostly it's going to be a positive one. So wherever Jupiter is transiting in your chart is going to give you a lot more opportunities generally to learn about this part of yourself or to receive some kind of blessing or opportunity as a result of your previous learnings. So for example, Jupiter coming over my natal Venus could indicate that I may have more financial prosperity at that time. Or Jupiter moving through the sign of Libra, which is also my second house, could again be financial prosperity. Jupiter coming over my Venus could also indicate um, maybe a new relationship coming into my life. There are many different different ways in which we can take a look at that, but it's going to depend on your needle chart. So definitely get a reading if you're not sure how to read that for yourself. Okay, so now let's go ahead and move on to Saturn. So Saturn spends about two and a half years in each sign and it has a full 30-year cycle. So people talk about the Saturn return and whine about it all the time. And this is what they're talking about. Saturn takes about 28 to 30 years to return to where it was in your natal chart when you were born. So this is a time in which we are really checking in with ourselves about our investments in energy and time. Saturn is the god of time. It has a lot to do with our sense of discipline, duty, responsibility, our karma. And so around age 30, we may have to check in and kind of pay up karma around certain areas of our life, especially areas where we are behind in some way, where Saturn's like, I gave you a lot of chances to be a kid, and now you don't have any more chances. You need to get this right. You can't keep making this mistake. And so you get this feeling that life is harsh or things won't work out in your favor if you don't make changes or no one's coming in to save you and, and you have to grow up. You have to meet the expectations that life is putting on you. And so Saturn gives you this kind of pressure and you may feel a certain amount of stress or pessimism um, around this, around these times when Saturn is making a transit to a personal planet or having a Saturn return. It's generally this feeling of now is the time to buck up. And if you don't do it now, you know, you're going to be a failure or you're going to be you know, this or that, there is some negativity that comes with Saturn um, when we haven't been honorable, when we haven't been disciplined and diligent, and we can feel, we can feel its transits the most. And what's interesting is if you notice, there is a psychological principle in relationships called the seven-year itch, where around seven years, 
couples start to feel like their relationship is drying out. They might look for interests elsewhere and cheat on their partner or end a relationship. There's this feeling of dissatisfaction that can creep in around seven years. You know what's interesting about that is that Saturn has a cycle of seven years. So its full cycle is 30 years where it returns to where it was when you were born. So you have these 30 years to really grow up and mature. And these represent like really big life chapters. Like, okay, my first 30 years are about finding out my identity and stepping into adulthood. The next 30 years are about the, the maturation into adulthood. And then maybe the next 30 years are about kind of slowing down into this different cycle or giving back um, and so on and so forth. So it's it's orienting from all about me to taking on responsibility for others and really take, like taking the most advantage of my talents and abilities um, to, to giving back, to letting go, all, all these different kind of phases of life. So Saturn 30-year cycles represent those major chapters. But then every seven years, Saturn will make a square or an opposition to your natal Saturn. And this is during a t- in this time, which can this feeling or energy where Saturn is making a square opposition can last from three months to a year, depending on its retrograde cycle. Um, it could kind of pass the point and then come back and pass the point, and come back, or it could just leave. Um, and so it could be relatively short or kind of long, where you're experiencing this dryness or this pessimism or this uncertainty about what you have already invested into. And so, as I mentioned, people experience these seven-year itches in relationships. And actually, in astrology, every relationship has its own chart. And so, the Saturn will also have its own cycle within the relationship. And so, when seven years later, the Saturn is making a square to the relationship natal Saturn. And at that time, you'll kind of see that the relationship becomes dried out. Um, And it's this turning point where you ask yourself, do I really want to keep investing in this? Saturn has a lot to do with habitual things. So am I going to keep going? Am I going to do what I've always done? Or am I going to make changes? And those changes are often hard won. They are often like it takes a lot of effort, and but that's why Saturn puts so much pressure because otherwise we'll just kind of keep doing the things that we've always done and we'll keep getting these negative results. So the squares and oppositions are these kind of eureka moments where like a, maybe more, like a more pessimistic eureka moment where we're like, oh my gosh, I am just so dissatisfied with this area of my life. I have been such a POS. I have been, you know, responsible for all these issues. Like, what is my deal? And you really start to see these things emerge. And again, it can be quite hard on yourself where you either have to pay certain consequences for things or where you realize certain things about yourself that are not always positive. And as a result of that intense dissatisfaction and realism about the self, maybe a little bit of pessimism as well, you start to make big changes. And this is when you level up as an adult. And um, again, this is going to be happening at every 30 years in the return, but also every seven years. So whatever is going on with Saturn at that time in your life and in your chart, you'll start to really see those areas level up and mature or kind of get torn down and make you have to work your way back up to something, to a new beginning. And you'll really get the chance to 
sit with an area of your life and the ways in which you haven't lived up to your potential, but not in the same way that Jupiter does, which is through blessings and opportunities. It's through a point of crisis or having something being taken away or ending um, or given more responsibility or just getting a reality check of some sort. So it can be kind of an uncomfortable time. And so when you experience that seven-year itch in a relationship, it's really the time to ask yourself, do I want to continue investing in this? Because this seven-year itch or this this feeling of dissatisfaction that I'm getting right now, um, if it's happening during the Saturn square, it's trying to bring more effort into your relationship. If you haven't really been feeling that building up to that or, you know, after that, it's really that that Saturn cycle that's having you level up rather than just trying to get you to walk away. However, if you've been feeling dissatisfied even up to that point and then it gets a lot worse during the Saturn square opposition, then you will definitely want to walk away. It's something that's like if it's if it's already weak, you will be challenged and the weak links will break. But if it's strong enough, it can maintain itself through any cycle and it becomes even stronger as a result. It's asking you again to put more effort, which will make it stronger as a result. Saturn retrogrades for about four and a half months every year. So a lot of people have needle Saturn retrograde. Not a big deal, but it can indicate boundary issues around that area of your life wherever Saturn is located. And so when Saturn transits a house, you will really feel this pressure for these two and a half years to become very much invested into that area of your life. So for example, right now I have Saturn in my fifth house and I have been trying lots of different hobbies and picking up lots of different skills. I have been working a lot on my personal self-expression. My dating life has, um, I've had to put a lot of effort into this area of my life and not just take things for granted. And so I really can start to see how Saturn is asking me to become more mature um, in this way. When Saturn transits a planet or aspects of planet, this is when we can really start to feel like this area of our life is not going well. Um, and that's not always going to be the case. It could be the opposite where it's going really well um, and we just become overwhelmed. So for example, Saturn transiting um, the sun can make you extremely busy. So your career can be taking off, but it's going to be very overwhelming and you're going to have to realize, you know, how do I manage my energy? What do I really want out of life? Can I sustain this? Can I create systems? Can I delegate? It's asking you to really level up in this area of your identity and your career. Um, and it's it's a time for you to basically set yourself up for success. Or it could be really a hard, a hard time. And this is, again, kind of dependent on your natal chart and what your natal promises, which means like what you were kind of born with. If you were born to have certain struggles and you might not get as many blessings from Saturn um, during certain times because of the way that it's aspecting planets in your chart. So um, let's say, for example, that Saturn is aspecting your Venus and your natal Venus is square Pluto and square Saturn natally. So you kind of have a lot going on with your natal Venus anyway. Let's say it's in detriment, it's in a sign it doesn't like to be in, and it's in the eighth house. During that time, you're probably going to have to meet your worst fears related to relationships. You may go through a crisis of debt. Um, you may have a loss of a loved one, and it may really send you into like an emotional tailspin. 
but you're going to learn so much from that. So it's like this period of time that you're going to look back on your life and be like, wow, I completely changed during that time. I kind of fell to pieces, but I completely grew and changed. So whatever it is in within Saturn cycle, if it's good or if it's bad, either way, it's going to kind of give you this push to really change who you are. And it's truly only through pressure that we change as humans. We are so stubborn. We're so stuck in our ways. And so we really need this from the universe. <laughs> 